The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Starting Right on Now Addiction Recovery Network. Your can's working? Okay. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Okay. Okay. Uh, here we are. This is Jeff. This is Chris. Good job, Chris. We're identifying ourselves. I, I listen to some podcasts and people do that sometimes. Oh. So we're going to do that. I think we're yeah. professional. Okay. In case you just have never listened to us. There are so many like, professional things we could I introduce know, that know. we have never introduced. I know. I know. But it's okay. What was I thinking? We're, still, we're still streaming along. Because I've really gotten back into listening to like all my fave comedy podcasts, oh, and there's good. like so many things going on. I'm like, we could do that. We what should your, do that. What are your fave ones? Uh, I, l- I listen to exclusively comedy podcasts now. No offense to recovery podcasts, but right. I'm just you know it's like yeah, what I some, do, so it's, it's like funny. It's not yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, I need but, some uplifting but, funniness. So I listen to uh, Never Not Funny, okay. the Jimmy Pardo podcast. I listen to uh, Comedy Bang Bang, okay. With Scott Ackerman, and I listened to How Did This Get Made? I've, I've listened to that before. Terrific. That's I, super funny. Um, I love Jason Manzukas and Paul in June, but yeah. Um, and then I listened to uh, Doug Loves Movies. Yeah, never listened to that. I love it. Okay. And it's a, like a long running, super successful, like yeah. funny. Um, and then I listened to uh, what's it called? It's with Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher. It's a it's a comedy showcase where they have comedians on for like oh, yeah. seven We've minutes. To that on our road trip, and I listen to it for the comedians that come on. No offense, it has nothing to do with anything because I feel like I, as a dude, mm-hmm. it's I can't. It's it, it, it's dangerous to say this because they're women, they're lesbians. Has nothing to do with why I think both of them are terribly no. unfunny. <laughs> Because they have women, female, I was going to say female lesbians. They yeah. have lesbians on yeah. their show, comics that are hilarious. Right. They're not. Right. Those it's two so weird. specifically. Yeah, okay. The two that run the show. Yeah. Um, so you're afraid if you say that straight up, people are going to be like, oh, you're just yeah. saying that because they're women and they're lesbians. Well, I guess one of those is redundant. <laughs> but uh, anyway. But, and, but well, th- my point is, though, yeah. too, not my point, uh, is Rhea mm-hmm. is in recovery. Oh, okay. And you know, I've thought about reaching out to have her on, but then that'd be kind of weird. It's like, eh, why don't you, you know, yeah. I don't think you're funny. <laughs> you know, I don't know how that would work. Right. Um, so okay. <clears throat> anyway, uh, but yeah, Rhea's in recovery, okay. one, one, which is kind of cool. And I've heard two people we've reached out to, um, I heard on that show. Oh. One who's been on. Yeah. Um, I want to forget his name. Who was the comedian? We oh, just, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. you're talking about. Yes, I can't remember. The it, name. And believe me, if, if you're Crazy. listening, and I imagine he's not, yeah. um, it's not because you're forgettable. It's because I just right. have a terrible memory. Yes. And we have a new person on every week, and I'm drawing a blank right now. Yep. Um, and then 
Alice Wetterland, who maybe someday we'll reach out to again, yes. but just, it, we just couldn't make it happen. We had like three we tries tried. and it just didn't happen. Yeah. That's I. That's when I found out she was in recovery. Was we banned her. her. But well, no, she's you, not really I think you and Matt banned her. Yeah, we banned her. you're trying to protect me. We were. My, my fragile heart. We were. Because um, after three times, I'm like, oh, Chris, can't take it anymore. But uh, yeah, so I mean, there are a few actually. There's there's a couple more, I think, that I've heard on there. I found out they're in recovery or okay. sober. Sure. Um, on that podcast, which what is it called with Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher? Um, put your hands together. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. Okay, so that's a good list of comedy podcasts. Yeah, I want to go check them out. Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, yeah. That's so good. They're all I worth think checking in these out. Trying times. Grab a comedy, comedy. podcast. Oh, yeah, it's a way to go. Um, okay. So, housekeeping, I want to say a couple things. One, One. since right now, dot .network, the two podcasts cranking out on the reg, uh, Drop the Needle with Paul Fur and Friends, and the Unruffled podcast with Sandra and Tammy, both putting out consistently high-quality podcasts with recovery as their foundation, mm-hmm. Um, and creativity as you know the the structure you know the around which that recovery sort of um, I shouldn't have started a metaphor that has to do mm-hmm. with something I don't know nothing about <laughs> foundations and yeah. architect. I mean, it's you know Tammy and Sandra f- focus on creativity. Yeah, in general, they're both very creative people, and uh, they're I think they try to have guests on that that work their creativity in, in sobriety. And then uh, Drop the Needle is music-focused podcast where they, they, they look at songs through the lens of like a specific sort of... It changes from episode to episode, but it's it's reco- through a recovery sobriety lens. Yeah. Um, and the theme of the music changes from episode to episode. Um, and... Uh, so listen to those. Listen to those. Yeah. And, um, man, I was going to do one more... Was plug. it the? Uh, were we going to plug the tees, t-shirts, or was the there t-shirts? another plug uh, on our own dot supply? You can always go there and pick up tees, mugs, caps, yeah, bags. I just you know, okay. I, there was I, something else you were going to plug in the recovery space. There was something else I was going to talk about. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, I think stuff on the calendar. I'm, I'm trying to you know, as I'm booking, I'm not booking out as far in advance because I, I I'm trying that this time. I used to try to load us up. Yeah. With a bunch of people, but now I'm trying to book kind of close yeah, in. Yeah, within a couple weeks. So, so yeah. check weekly. Um, the easiest way to find it is uh, recoveryrenegades.com or com slash upcoming. Um, and uh, there are a couple things. There's an event in New York. Their recovery conference is coming up mm-hmm. that's on there. Um and uh, somehow I miss putting Recovery Month on there. I think that's it's Recovery this Month. month. Yeah. I know. I just saw that. I, all I, always, the place. I, f- I feel like I forget every year. Yeah. Um. And and Which I, September I blame, is. I wonder why that is. I don't know why that is, but I. I well, my 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 recovery date. Oh, that's that's the other thing. September first was my twenty years. No. Of sobriety. September first. Yeah. Well, that's why it's Recovery Month. Chris. Well, I know, and that's why that's why I never <laughs> remember that it's Recovery Month. That's why they named it that, then, and, Chris. Uh, that's why it's September, Chris. Yeah. A. Last year, I remember thinking, I wonder if a lot of people get re- get maybe. it in September. I don't know. Maybe like you're coming off a of summer, just like haze, and you like I can't take it anymore. Yeah. You got to get it on lock go back to before school. New Year's Eve or something. Totally. Like, let me see if I can get this figured out. Um, so anyway, 
Okay. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. Bitches. That's good. Congratulations. Um, it's pretty exciting. And uh, yeah, so check out the calendar. Okay. We've got um, a great guest on tonight. We have a great guest on tonight, uh, Aaron Shaw Street. Yep. Who's a writer, editor, media professional. Yep. You'll, she'll, I'll let her, you know, yep, give girls. us all her and bona fides. And she's Southern. Yeah. She was a uh, one-time deputy editor of Southern Living Magazine. Which is a great magazine. Which is phenomenal. And uh, she's got some great stories. She did a little pre-call. Got a little taste of, of some interesting things that um, she'll have to talk about with, that might involve people you know Ooh. from listening to our podcast. Oh, fun. Um, or elsewhere. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> or funny. just random or She people. just randomly knows somebody you know. <laughs> um, so let's dial in... Aaron, yeah, we ready? Yeah, and pretty soon we're, we are going to start talking a little bit more about uh, what Jeff's got going on. Which oh yeah, is, think, we, yeah. Well, well, being well, that's yeah, that's yeah. fine. Okay, you want to do that later? Yeah, okay. we'll do that later. Another but time. I appreciate it. Yes. Okay. Because uh, I've been consumed by it lately, and, okay. and I do. Okay, okay. I would like to get some feedback of this whole thing at some point, as it pertains to people in recovery versus just people. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that. I hear you. Okay. Where did my... There she is. Dun, okay. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ten after the hour. Jeff and Chris calling Aaron. Aaron? Hey, this is Chris. This is Jeff. Hi. Good. How's the sound on your end? Terrific. Good. Um, so we just gave you a little intro, um, writer, editor, media... Medi- mogul. Mo- <laughs> media mogul. Um, and I'll, I'll let you expand and clarify on that. I'm notorious for terrible intros. Um, so maybe uh, maybe we'll, we'll start there. So maybe you want to yeah. start there with, yeah. with the now and then maybe work backwards to like how you that. came to be somebody in recovery. And Yeah? Okay. Where are you at now? Yeah. Okay, oh. S- September is recovery month. Yeah, I did it on purpose. Um, yeah. Genius. Right. That was that played a smaller part, but yes. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. 
whether you were an alcoholic or not, or whether you had a drinking problem or what. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. Um, you know, so if you're reading like Mary Carr and actually Sarah um, was um, memoir blackout, which came right. out um, a few months before that, that was really, really pivotal. It was like, uh, okay, I'm just like these people. Wow. And and did you just? Uh, I will get there. Why are you left a magazine for an agency? Because it was better pay, more exciting, more glamorous. That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and you were like a content strategist. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 And what in from uh, September to March, looking back on it, because I always think this is interesting for people in the rooms when you first come in, because, you know, and I've, I've been right there with you where you sort of, you go, you know, you have to go, but there's a foot out, you know, you have one foot in kind of and one foot out. What were you? Where were you at with all the program? Just yeah. Well, when I got in, in in September 15, I, I did have that gift of desperation. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really bad. Um, and, you know, I was coming in um, to my home at 7 a.m. Um, I had that happen, um, you know, and, and it was it was I ha- did have that. 
Um, and I met some great folks and learned about, I mean, I had no idea. I learned about, you know, what the, what that program's about, started working steps, um, really thought I was, I was giving it my all. Um, things got a little bit better as they do. Mm-hmm. And, um, I went back out on the road. So travel is a big part of my story. Um, it's really where, and also, um, I was a travel editor for many, many years, um, which being on the road and traveling was um, was where a lot of my issues um, worsened. So kind of what happened in that time, I had, you know, I started that's, getting. That so sounds amazing, though, just to get a travel and drink. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it does. Right? Job, right. Oh, so you get paid to eat and drink right. and travel, and eat cool people like and it, it was the dream. Yeah. Um, you know, it oh was God. the dream for a long time, but, you know, also, um, you know, it was happening. I mean, I was working, you know, crazy long hours, um, raising a family, mm. um, dealing with sort of the, and not dealing well, um, with the pressures of a, you know, ever changing industry and just doing more and more. And like my health was always the, it was the first thing to go. Yeah. Um, and a drink was the first thing to, to, to come. So, um, you know, what, um, what happened when I, when I, I mean, I don't know if I was earnestly, I thought I was trying, I got a sponsor, I was working the program, but mm-hmm. I mean, to be really honest, things started getting better. And for me getting back out on the road, um, you know, that was, that was part of it, but I think I thought, Oh, I, I got this. Well, clearly yeah. I didn't have this. Yeah. Um, you know, and I that, had, I, that I, I had a lot. I, I think yeah. first time where people think fourth, five months, something happens, the desk, you know, the heat's off a little bit and that's pretty common. Like I got this. I'm cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe it's not, you know, I started hearing the stories, some of the stories in the rooms and I was like, Whoa, I didn't, you know, didn't go that far. Yeah. Um, you know, I started revising, I think my own history and it started, you know, mm-hmm. and it's really, it's easy when things get better. Um, you know, it's really easy. And I thought, well, yeah, I do have this. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, um, but the seeds have been planted, which is what's most important, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it, and I knew that it would, it, there was no other way than to go through this door. I knew the life that I wanted was on the other side, was, was in sobriety. Um, I also had started looking to all these, I mean, it wasn't just the rooms, I was looking to, um, to other people, like, um, you know, I was listening to people and podcasts played a huge role sort of during this, um, this discovery phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to y'all. I was listening to, um, the home podcast, which actually plays a huge role in, in my, um, last day one. Um, I was, I was starting to go, okay, there's more to, there's this whole huge, big world of recovery. Yeah. Um, right. And I knew I had to go through the door and stay through the door. Um, but it was hell um, really fully going through and staying, if you will, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, there's a big, you're, you're saying that there's a, there's a big world on the other side of the door. The challenges yeah. is, is, is going through the door and finding your spot in that big world. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and also like, you know, and, and like kind of embracing this notion that it, you know, that it wasn't something I was giving up. Right. Yeah. You know, and that it wasn't depriving myself that I'd be gaining more. And again, like luckily I had have some great 
um, teachers and leaders and role models who are like, hey, you're actually not losing anything. Yeah. Th- you're gaining. That is more prevalent now, I think. I think there's a lot of resources for that versus 10, 15, 20 years yeah. ago, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it is true. And the worst part of getting into recovery is you feel like your life is over. It's not going to be fun mm-hmm. anymore. You're going to have to give up all this stuff. It's not going to be interesting. Um, and that's a huge thing to get over. It's a huge mm-hmm. hurdle to get over because it's just fundamentally not mm-hmm. true, right? Well, yeah. And even the language, you know, and that's where I, I kind of, you know, I go down this whole being being a writer too. I mean, I, I had just seen so many everything. <sighs> I, I had I had I didn't really have examples and that's what being you know connected the digital age podcast this whole sort of you know new revolution like I have all these examples of you know women and men who like are showing like yeah it's pretty freaking great yeah, yeah. Um, but even when I started to examine I mean certainly I mean even 20 years ago when I was in college I mean to be honest when it goes all the way back to for me to then. Um, I just, it was like the sad sack, you know, oh my God, my life is over. And then doing what I do, you know, it was like, yeah, how can I travel? How can I write about food? Mm -hmm. How can I, like, I literally did not see it as a, like a possibility. It just seemed like this very stark, I'm going to have, you know, it seemed like the stark, unfun, desperate, sad world. Yeah. It's like, you might as well join a, a monastery right? or a nunnery or something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, fun's over. Yeah. I was like living the most sad, stark, desperate, yeah. like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, but that's, that's kind of the lies that, that I got trapped in. Did like you I was up? like, Oh man, no, I don't want to lose all that. This amazing life yeah. that I was yeah. kind of down around me you know yeah did you grow up in the south and have this romantic notion of drunken writers that you needed to live up to of course i mean you know like like ernest hemingway was Mm -hmm. my hero like what does that say (laughs) they all kind of drank right right? oh i'm sorry (laughs) they all kind of drank like a lot of the greats there's a lot of booze in that whole the whole crew yeah. And, you know, and again, to mention, I mean, and I, I grew up in Florida, so I don't know, you know, some consider it the South, some don't. Um, and that's a, that's a whole other podcast. But, yeah. you know, yeah. I guess, you know, yeah, that notion of the, you know, the romantic notion of the writer and, you know, the, the um, I, I totally bought into that. And then another level of that, too. And again, I've already mentioned her, but, you know, reading Sarah Hippolyta's work was very informative mm-hmm. to me because I also thought, um, okay, I want to be a writer, a uh, journalist, a truth teller. This is what writers do. But it was also like drinking was this access into this boys club. Um, you know, and it was this kind of, I'll show you, I can do anything. And as a woman, um, you know, it was this, I can have this freedom, um, you know, and as a creative, like yeah. I, I can hang with, with, with the guys. Um, so let me show you that I am just as, um, you know, that I've, uh, which is, it's like this whole crazy world, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's def that definitely was part of it for sure. Do you, was your writing? So you wrote and drank and wrote and drank. Uh, it sounds like for a long time that, that you were okay. Like you could maintain a writing job and still be an alcoholic. Correct. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it very, I mean, yeah, my career, I mean, I started in newspapers, um, you know, I worked, I did PR, I worked in magazines, but, 
I mean, it very much part, I mean, a part of the culture, I mean, the cocktail mm-hmm. cart, I mean, if you look at my Instagram from a couple years ago, I mean, it's like, here's the cocktail cart, like very oh, much, it's big. Yeah, it's real fun. Like, um, <laughs> I just, like oh, here's the cocktail cart. Yeah. Like, so That's yeah, of course people are like, your job's the cool. And, and, and again, I don't, I have to be really careful because there are some people who can do that and are sure. fine, but I'm yeah, not. Yeah. So um, but yeah, it, it was like, but I, you know, I had a, and, and that kind of, I had messed with my mind too. Cause I did have, um, you know, I've, I've had a good career now to be, to be transparent. I also, um, did some really stupid things sure. during my career. I mean, I, um, you know, I, I passed out <laughs> at, during a talk, um, which is, like in my first response was when I got up, like, let me finish the talk. Um, <laughs> oh, you, you were I mean, talking, honestly, you were the speaker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, let me okay. finish it. Well, yeah. I mean, well, actually, I'll just tell you this. Cause like, I guess I can't leave you hanging, but like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's I, my I, Ted I, talk not, and I'm bombed. <laughs> right. Well, and I actually wasn't, I wasn't drunk giving the talk, but I was hung over oh. and, uh, and I have a, I've got a, a medical condition that I've had since childhood. This is a, a, a very, it's a, and I'm actually, I really should never have drank. Oh, <laughs> um, like this so, didn't mix well. Yeah. So like, what did I do? But like drank and yeah, I was giving a big, um, you know, one day I had, there had been some, some drinking, a lot of drinking. And the next day I was giving a presentation to like a sales staff and, you know, as one does passes out. <laughs> And when I woke up and the editor was standing over me, like we've called an ambulance. I was like, let me finish my talk on our, you know, our multi-year content strategy. Like, (laughs) so yeah, I did really well. I did, I did great. It was a very good 20 year run. Wow. That is brilliant. That's right. So my, I guess the other question is, cause we've had lots of creative types on and Chris and I Mm. come from a creative background. And we always like to talk about how either your writing or your creativity flourished now or has gotten different or is it transformed? Does it feel different creating now that you're, you're sober? Or are you still kind of finding your way? Did you have to retrain yeah. any? I guess. Or is it just like, oh, no, I can write. It's all good. Like yeah. the way that you did it before. Um, that's a, it's a great question. Um, and I think about it a lot. Um, no, I've had to retrain. Um, I mean – you know, it just because I kept a job and, and, um, doesn't mean that I was, that I, my creativity was not, um, hampered. Mm, yeah. Um, so, you know, and I was very good at performing, mm. you know, I perform, I perform well. Um, I perform for, you know, audiences or for, um, editors or for d- pitching or whatever. I'm great yeah. at that. Yeah. Um, but what really suffered was, I mean, my true creativity, me able to sit down, just me and a pen and a paper and do what, you know, what I did when I started, when I wanted to become a writer from the beginning, like, I, you know, I've had to go back, um, and remember who I was before I started drinking. I've had to go back and rediscover and learn how to learn how to do this, like basic craft. Like, yeah, I can write a headline that will get you know, clicks, that's Mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to really do like, like this, um, to me, if I'm going to really work on my true creative process, which sounds like a little like, Oh, my true creative process. But, (laughs) uh, I mean, but if I'm going to be, there's a difference to me and recovery has allowed me to become creative for creative sake, not just for, 
um, not just for metrics or for, for performance or mm-hmm. for, it's a, just about like this kind of true, like who I was before I went down that road. Interesting. That's really interesting. So do you think you've had to go back and get, cause I, I feel like, and we're both in the business. So I feel like a lot of my job was exactly like pitch monkey. Uh, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. You just have to get up and dance, right? And you, yeah. you feel a little full of shit, and you can uh, sum things up in sort of a, a flighty way because it's advertising or marketing or or content. It's yep. it's there's nothing authentic about it. It's just kind of bullshit, right? It's you're full of shit and you're really good at it, and you can sum it up really well. But I think writing, sitting down with <laughs> an empty piece mm. of paper and being authentic and having to write something that is vulnerable and means something, is I don't think I could do that and be an alcoholic with the lying lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know? And I so wonder I wonder if like that's if you think your your things that you are interested in writing about have gotten more real or I don't know, more authentic maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and I think for me it's something I struggle with because you know, I went I went into and I started as a, a again, a newspaper reporter back yeah. when that was like a, a, a real thing. Okay. Um <laughs> And it is a still, it is a real oh, thing. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, definitely. Yeah. What was the newspaper? Um, Where did you start? What was your newspaper? I started here. Well, my first, I started, um, my my first job was at the, it was the the St. Petersburg Times, now called the Tampa Bay Times. Yeah. Um, and I worked here in Birmingham at an afternoon paper, which that shows how old I am. Um, and then back to Florida at a paper called Sarasota Herald Tribune. But, you know, I, I went into this field because it was about telling the truth. Yeah. Um, and, and like telling real stories. Um, right. And, you know, like being really, you know, so it's, it was, as my drinking progressed, I was getting farther and farther away from, from the truth and mm-hmm. from my personal truth. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I felt like a fraud, um, you know, being okay. I'm so grounded in, in truth telling and, you know, knowing that, that I wasn't. Yeah. So, you know, what I say is like, I, I, I can't really do, I can't really write real unless I get real. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, and so many times as I look at, you know, my journals and such over the past couple of years, it's like, okay, now I'm really going to write that book. No, you're not. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're not yeah. like, you can't, I, I literally couldn't write, um, you know, and it's something I still struggle with because, um, I'm, I'm still working on, I mean, just some essay writing and some kind of like, but, but I'm still, I mean, to be honest, I'm 18 months in. So, you know, I have to also, I don't, it's still a work in progress. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Still work in progress. I still feel very new. I did. I will say this. I did make a decision, um, probably six months after my, um, my last day one, mm. I always say God willing, but I did start writing about this publicly cause I'd been dancing around it a lot. Um, and I did make that decision to say, Hey, this is my story. This is who I am. Cause I felt like I had to speak mm. up and out and that I couldn't continue to write about, um, issues around sobriety and recovery without identifying as a person who is walking that walk. And I, and I knew huge. that once I, yeah. yeah. Once I did that, there's no going back. Yeah. Right. And I, I, that, that was a big deal. Um, but you know, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't pretend anymore. There was, you know, that I was just some sort of, you know, third party objective person. Cause this is my life and it's a fight for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting talking uh, as we're, we were talking earlier about how different it is now in this 
in the reco- with the recovery friendly web such as it is that we have available mm-hmm. to us now it's so different than you know 20 years ago um, where you know it's even remarkable that that you're out there as Aaron Shaw Street three names there's no you know there's no confusing. It's not some other Aaron Street even. It's Aaron Shaw Street. <laughs> that oh, yeah. There. It's not Bill W. It's, yeah. you know. Yeah. You're, Aaron you're, SS. Right. You're absolutely who you are. <laughs> right. And you're open. And uh, I just, I feel like that's a real, um, I, I could be wrong, but I mean, that feels like very new that people are really coming out, really being, you know, identifying themselves. Yeah. And, um, and it's happening, you know, across the recovery friendly web. Um, I just yeah. I heard a story yesterday on one of the comedy podcasts I listened to. They were talking about walking into a hard rock cafe and there was a, a paper with, a, you know, it was a Michael Jackson display or something. It was like a, a newspaper cover or magazine cover with Michael Jackson. One of the side stories that was like scandalous was about oh, who is the guy that was the love boat captain? Captain uh, Steubing. Captain Steubing, whoever yes. the actor was that played yeah, Gavin that. Gavin McLeod. Had to come clean that he had had a decade-long bout of, like, alcoholism and yeah. drug use. I think I remember And this was this. after he was, like, like three years sober. Yeah. And it was still a scandal three years into his sobriety yeah. that he had been an alcoholic. <laughs> right. And I'm like, that is so such a foreign concept now. Yeah. Uh, to me, at least. Yeah. I mean, I imagine there are people that still have to deal with that sort of blowback. But anyway, I think it's phenomenal that you're out there yeah. as the full you telling your story, um, especially this, this, you know, well, well, it's still you know relatively fresh. Yeah. Um, Did yeah. anyone receive it poorly, or was everyone like, "Yeah, we kind of already knew that." Um, nobody received it poorly. Yeah. There were some people who said, um, "You know, are you sure?" Yeah, that always kills me. <laughs> let's get, but, let's reevaluate this. Don't get crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see me on the floor? Because I saw me on yeah, the floor. That's right. Um, so dangerous. But again, too. you know, it's the whole thing that's of right. the actor. Yeah. You yeah. know, and this goes back to, I mean, and I, I so, you know, so even though, I mean, people have been, um, have been encouraging mm-hmm. and supportive, certainly. Um, but it also, um, yeah, I've had a few questions about like, are you sure, you know, it's the, are you sure you're never going to have another glass of wine with dinner? I mean, I just got back from Mm -hmm. two weeks in Italy. I was there for my brother's wedding and, um, you know, it was very, very, very clear, um, you know, with, with everyone there that, um, you know, that, uh, no, yeah, (laughs) I'm not, I mean, you know, so there's also some safety in that. There's some mm-hmm. safety in, in, you know, in addition to this now being a safer place for us to be able to talk and be like, hey, and this is great. And like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, like it's not a bad thing. There's like my life is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's challenging as hell. Like That's life. Right. Mm-hmm. But like um, there's for me, there's there's some safety in saying, hey, I- I'm sober. Um, this is who I am, um, you know, and just like living very um very openly about that because when I didn't say that there was too much wiggle room for me mm-hmm. to believe otherwise. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. When, you know, the guy who burned his boat so right. nobody can go back, that's what you're doing. Right. You're laying it out there. Yeah. You can't go back. And it's interesting. What you were saying, I was like just picturing like somebody saying I'm going to quit smoking. Are you sure you really yeah. think you need to, you know, it's <laughs> like, it's such a strange relationship. We all, you know, this, yeah, society has with alcohol. Yeah, um, and and it, the blinders it has. On. Yeah, and I don't even know. Like I used to think it was your drinking buddies who didn't want to look at their own out, 
that's alcohol a big part use. Of it, I think. Yeah, but now it, it, I think even normal people who just drink right. that just can't quite access the fact that you might have a problem. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, are you yeah, sure? but yeah. you know, it, and it really does. Um, yeah, and they, like, why would it be? Like, why is it alcohol that we like that we have this thing with? I mean, like, if you tell me, you know, you can't have dairy or if you're, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's right. like we have this. Whole, like, yeah, no so problem. part of it is, mm-hmm. it's like, and, but also why does it have to be, a, you know, it's like why? Yeah. And that's where I feel like we're, we're shift some, some, there's a, there's this, the landscape is shifting where mm-hmm. people can opt out before it is a quote unquote problem. Yeah. Um, you know, when it's just like, and as you know, where it's like, I mean, do I have a problem? Yeah, I, I have a problem. Um, but, you know, this sort of opting out or just going, eh, I mean, you know, it, it's like the, and so the narrative around, like the words we use to discuss alcohol use, consumption, and then also abuse disorder, getting into the disorder stuff, you know, it's really, really important. Um, and that's kind of, you know, one of my big passions is like, you know, sort of creating these dialogues where, you don't have to be the weirdo if you don't drink right. for whatever reason, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, like what, how are we creating sort of this media, you know, and again, it's where I'm from and I was part of it. I mean, I am mm-hmm. part of, um, you know, I was part of the problem. So now right. I'm kind of like, how can we create these conversations where it's not weird, um, to not drink regardless. Yeah. I right. like, I like where you're going with this. Yeah. I think that's exciting. And I think you're absolutely right that there. It, it's funny because I was, I've been thinking about this same the storytelling too. If you go out with a group of friends after work, right? You just completed a project. Mm-hmm. You go out to the bar. Everyone's ready to party. Everyone's in a good mood. Everyone orders a drink. It comes to someone who doesn't drink, and you order whatever is available mm-hmm. at the bar, which is usually a diet coke or whatever. And everyone around there is like is he not drinking? Is there some problem? Are you mm-hmm. okay? It makes them feel weird and it makes you feel weird that you've made them feel weird. Right. <laughs> and it's just this weird thing, you know? And I don't know, but I agree. Like it's, there's got to be a positive choice all around. Like that drinking's totally fine. Right. Right. I don't it know. does bum drinkers out though. Yeah. I, yeah. Jeff and I briefly <laughs> had a, a small agency yeah. together. With, yes. with two other partners. Yes. Jeff and I are both sober guys. One of the partners, take it or leave it, Not didn't have a problem at all, didn't really drink that much. And the third, drank a lot. Yes. Um, and I just remember going out with him, and he would just be so bummed out <laughs> that, that he had to go out with like three other guys that were barely <laughs> drinking. Well, he was, it would just... Like, I'll drink all of your yeah, beers. But it, it, it wasn't fun for him, I don't think. I think it pissed him off. <laughs> like, he's... All right, you... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Like you land the account, like diet right. cooks, right. everyone. Right. We're gonna have green juice up in here, like. <laughs> it's, yeah. But I mean, I say that joking, but actually, like that's of course, like as a sober, like that's sort of like my dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it becomes it is about, um, and I, you know, and I get that it is about, um, you know, folks start questioning it. They're like, you mm. know, when when you say. You, they start questioning their own relationship, whatever that may be, you know, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, and you know, I, I don't think it's bad that somebody questions. I mean, whatever, you know, it's not, yeah. it's a, it's a great thing. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. And it's, we've learned my, my opinion. I had, I had never, 
worried about what other people drank and had always supported people drinking as much as they wanted to drink yeah. anytime for the last I didn't care I'd drive you home whatever if you right. want to quit come see me but if you want to party ha- knock yourself out don't care but now that we've been doing this for a while mm-hmm. and especially the last I don't know six months mm-hmm. uh, it's almost like I'm starting to really feel more like there is some really good that we can do if people drank less oh right? yeah right I think so yeah Overall, it sounds like you're on this train. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally on this train because, you know, I'm around all these people who are waking up to that Mm -hmm. um, and who are like, and again, whatever your reason Mm -hmm. um, is, but like, you know, um, it, you know, like I kind of grimace when I see, like I saw, you know, I see the, the, the like meme, like nothing good ever happened after you ordered water or salad or whatever. And I'm like, actually, no, like a lot, like a lot of good happens and you know, it's whether like, you know, I I just think about all the time wasted the, you know, again, getting back to creativity, like Mm -hmm. I just know how great my life is, um, you know, without it. And again, again, yes, I have the, the, you know, a problem and I don't want to diminish that, but Mm -hmm. I have plenty of other friends who are not there and are like, you know what, Aaron, I actually am really thinking now about why am I getting on the couch and opening that, going right to that bottle, mm-hmm. you know, and who are going, you know, I'm kind of, I'm bored of that. And I'm not even talking about partiers, right. yeah. you know, they're just like, I'm bored. They're, they're starting to question, like, why am I doing that? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, what else could I be doing with my life? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think people are just kind of, and again, I have to be really careful because like, I don't want to get preachy, but I think right. there is right. this shift in conscious and younger people too. I mean, I'm, I'm 41 years old. Um, so, you know, I'm talking with people who are out of college who, mm-hmm. you know, are like, Hey, we want to get up and work out. And, you know, when I was 21 years old, I wasn't like, yeah, I really want to get up and work out. So, yeah. you know, it's like, we <laughs> right. have this, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm like, really, but, but no, I mean, good for them. But I, yeah. you know, I was definitely not hitting the gym at 21, but you know, it like this, this, as we have this like growing health and wellness yeah. You know, and again, across ages, yeah. you know, we have that piece of it. I mean, heck, even the alcohol industry is now investing. There have been all these headlines the past couple of weeks about even they are seeing the train mm-hmm. that's coming. Wow. That's right. why they're investing in non-alcoholic nuts, beverages. Yeah. They're right. like, oh, I see what's happening. I see where we're going in 10 years. Whoa. So like, yeah. right. So yeah, why don't we be ahead of this I and have that. it not just be like, again, this is where I get, I do get kind of excited because I think we've got some power to be able to to talk about this mm-hmm. and you know i sure as hell would have liked to have had that when i was yeah. you know younger i guess it's crazy absolutely and uh i'm right there with you so and so uh, speaking of things that, that that we'd all like to have when we were younger and and in our cups um you talked in the pre-call about, about podcasts you've talked on here about podcasts but you also mentioned specifically um the host one of the co-hosts of a podcast that played a role in. I'm, try, I'm trying to set this up like I'm, I'm just so you can tell the story. Yeah, I know where you're going with it. I don't want to tell part of your story. So yeah, yeah. I know I know where you're going with okay. it. I'll share. I'm t- uh, yeah. So um, so um, what you're referencing is so um, so I'm circling back to the start of our conversation. Yeah. Um, we talked about going into the rooms in September 15th, yeah. um, and then doing some more experimenting. Um, in March of 2016, 
Um, I had um, what I hope will be my last bottom um, at uh, South by Southwest. So very, very creative for somebody mm-hmm. to have a bottom at South by. Totally. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was. Well, but you're at the uh, film, the interactive, or the music? Because then I just want to picture this, where you're at. Where you're um, your I was at the interactive, nice. and I have the journal entry from when I got there and wrote in my journal about how strong I was feeling in my sobriety and how <laughs> South by was going to be different. I mean, <laughs> like, honestly... That's funny. You know, you could have, you could have, and I actually even called, I called the central office to look for a meeting and they were like, well, we don't have any. And I was like, oh, there's no meetings. There's no Austin. AA anywhere it, in Austin. You wow. know what that During, means? That's wild. No, that's well, not, that can't be true. It's actually not true. And okay. I'll tell oh. you, it's not true. <laughs> I thought I've been to a meeting where I've been to South by Southwest. It's not true. Okay. You know, the person that, and again, I don't want to blame that volunteer because right. this was, it was all on me and the, the Chardonnay that night. But, um, but yeah, Chardonnay. I, so, so I, um, there are meetings, there are daily meetings at South by okay. and I found one and I'll tell you okay. how. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, um, went back out and then I sat and listened to Brene Brown talk about live and in person, talk about shame and vulnerability. Ooh. And I was like, I'm going to die yeah. right now. Here. So you're, she's the keynote. You're in the audience. You're hungover, yes. full of shame, and you've got the guru of shame. <laughs> and she's like, "Are you in the arena? Can you show up?" And I was like, "I'm in the arena, Benet." <laughs> I mean, it was like the worst shame spiral oh, of my man. life. Gosh. Yeah, pretty bad, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, I mean, yes. it's actually even worse. I'm, I'm sort of like giving you the, the high points here to get to. <laughs> get to the it gets it does get worse really um yeah okay, i mean well, you, you know, can i mean take us there babe because uh, we love these kind of stories well yeah in all seriousness <laughs> um you know it was i mean you know i was i was there um i was there with for work mm-hmm. um you know and this i mean to be it was like this was my whole thing was i'm just gonna work harder if i can just work harder mm-hmm. and be better um, I can outrun all my problems and, you know, it really was, and that's not true. And, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's such a, you know, a big part of my story is sort of this connection between, um, yeah, between work and between drinking and, it clearly was, it just was not working and I I was killing myself, Mm -hmm. you know? So when I, when I sit and think about being in, you know, watching Brene Brown and, you know, being with the partners of the agency where I was at the time, I mean, it really evokes a lot of shame. Um, because it, it reminds me of just how far from the truth I'd come. Um, and you know, when I go back, when I, you know, when I tell you that I was once a, you know, young reporter, just, this hungry little girl trying to find the truth. When I fast forward 20 years later and think of myself like this hungover, yeah, yeah. you know, shell of a girl, it's really hard. So, yeah. um, so that's, that's really the worst part is just sort of that, like how far, how far I'd fallen, mm-hmm. um, you know, and in, into a point of, you know, of blacking out and not remembering. And you sure as hell can't tell the truth if you're, if you're blacked out. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was, um, you know, during portions of that. So what happened, here's the uplifting part. (laughs) Um, That's great because it's your story and everyone has this moment, you know, in their story. And that's, that's a good one. Like that's a real true 
awesome moment that you'll always can bring you back and it sounds like it does and that's good mine does too 20 some odd years later i feel the same way about the moment my bottom as i did then and it still evokes those things and i'm much farther away from it but i appreciate that so anyway that's good you know yeah so it was yeah and thank and you know and i and god i mean and i have to say too 20 years is like is is um that's so major um and i i respect that and that's like that's what i hope to get to but I, um, I, on that day, um, you know, and there had been, I was really beating myself cause I, you know, again, I, I had a number of bottoms yeah. and, but th- this was the one, I'll tell you what happened. I was in my room at the JW Marriott and I was like on my knees and thinking, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. I am out of mm. hope. I'm out of options. Um, and, um, but the internet was there so I posted something in a secret Facebook group for home mm-hmm. um, podcast mm-hmm. by, um, you know, Laura um, and Holly. Yeah. Um, we're we're and, big fans. Um, big and, fans. We're like fanboys. Yes. I'm big fans too. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I'd reached out, I'd, I'd reached out to Holly in September and she had, you know, she, she had started talking with me and um, anyhow, I posted I'd, in, in, on that group and said, I just, I'm out. I'm literally out of hope. Hmm. Um, I don't know what to do. And a lovely woman. So I started getting immediate messages from group members. And um, and one of them was Sandra Primo, who said to me, um, and Sandra, of course, is um, uh, has the Unruffled podcast, which y'all are um, on the network, are connected to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Sandra, who I'd never met in my life says, um, Hey, listen, I'm in Austin. Do you have running shoes? Put them on. Come meet me downstairs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> wow. I was like, I want to go running by the river. That's really what I want to do. Yeah. And, um, That's she so said cool. that and, you know, total stranger. And, um, I mean, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I mm. certainly could not look at my colleagues. Um, but I could look at the stranger and, yeah. I put on my shoes and met her and I was shaking. I mean, I could barely even stand up and she like literally walked me down the river, got me a smoothie. And I said, you don't know like what a horrible person I am. I've done all these horrible things. And she was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and you're not alone. And, um, and, and that literally gave me it like something just turned that day. I did get to a meeting. So just to be like, there are meetings every single day. I got myself to a meeting um, the crazy thing is like, even in that meeting, I met some other women like mm-hmm. who were connected through our online networks. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, I was just on. And then when I got back, I started, you know, I went back to the rooms, I got a new sponsor. I started working the program very actively. Um, you know, it just, it just kind of snowballed in a good way, but I, yeah, I was on, um, the unruffled a few weeks ago and got to share the story too and tell Sandra, like, I mean, honestly, like she was a huge part of, sure. she is a huge part of why I'm here, but you all are like, um, and again, this is sort of like highlighting, getting back to like, I had, and even though like I had never, mm-hmm. I mean, I've never spoken with you guys until tonight, right. but I felt like I'd had conversations, you know, there were one way I was listening, but I've been listening to your podcast. I've been listening to home. I've been listening. And like, all of these, I mean, even like going back several years before when I went on to like a secret Yahoo group, mm, um, mm-hmm. of, and there was this secret where I could kind of be safe. And I was like, okay, these are my people. Mm. I'm not ready to join them. 
Um, but that day in Austin, when I was, you better believe it went immediately from a online connection to a real world. Like I will, you know, I will be there for yeah, you. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I love that great story. story. It is. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Yeah. That's just, I mean, beautiful and perfect. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, Sandra and Tammy, I love those two. They're the best. And, uh, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. And that, that's like, that is the 12 step. I mean, that yeah. is just as good as it gets in, in the technology reaching out happening. Sandra, way to jump in there. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then, yeah, that's just amazing. It's like, yeah, that's, that's why, yeah, we all do what we do. It's like you just need one, one person to need you and then for you to be there. And, you know, when we have people on, and it's like sometimes, you know, we've had people on, it's like I don't know if my story's interesting or I don't know if my, you know, you know who who am I, whatever. Um, but... The, the thing is, it's like everybody's story and everybody, every one of us on this side is going to help pull someone over when they need it, right? You just don't know who yeah. or wh- you don't know who or when. That's the catch. Um, so you just have to be, you know, ready and, and just that Sandra was ready and she, she went and got you. And it's just, yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's why, and you know, I share my story now and and getting back to sharing it publicly, it's like, so, you know, that person, whether they're a friend or a stranger, you know, that, that is the 12 step, right? Right. And if I can just show up and be present, like, you know, and just share what was given Mm -hmm. to me, like, you know, that, that's, it just, it's redefined. I mean, recovery is redefined everything but you know that that piece that like being able to show up and be present to be able to to help that person Mm -hmm. and wherever she is on the on the spectrum wherever she is or just going like and it happens all the time now you know and I'm so thankful for it it's because it's just like hey listen you know I don't have all the answers but you know, someone was there for me and whatever I can do to help that person, you know, you better believe that I'm going to be there and just go, I don't know it all. I'm still, you know, I don't know anyone who does, but it's like, I know there's a better way. Yeah. That's cool. I love, and, and also, okay. So here's the other thing that I've learned this, this idea of the spectrum. Chris is a good advocate of this. Cause when I started this journey, I was like, there's alcoholics and then there's not alcoholics right. and that's yeah. it. There's yeah. only two. But now it's like, ah, oh, it's not really true. No, I mean, it took me a while to figure out, to yeah. understand that there, that it is a spectrum. There's an alcohol use disorder. Yes. And they're like only like something like 10% are alcoholics. Right. Like, you know, have a, have a, uh, an, an, an issue where you, abstinence is the, the, only, you know, answer. the only answer. Right. Um, and then right. there are, you know, another nine that have varying degrees of, of issues and some can quit and go back to normal drinking and yeah. some whatever, yeah. you know, but uh, it, you know, those yeah. aren't us. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, I, but I think, no, yeah. but I think the whole world drinking less, no matter where you are on the spectrum, if you need to, I still think there's lots of people that deal with it that don't, aren't, don't need to quit like alcoholics. Mm. Right. But they could probably not drink as much. Right. Yeah. And I think it's also a sliding spectrum though. There are people yeah. on that spectrum that, can drink themselves drink into, them into yeah, yeah. where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That interesting. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I like that story. That's well, a good one. Are you are you writing a uh, you know a little memoir, little thing, little something going on there? I'm just curious. Yeah, I got a little. I got a little something something going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got. A, yeah, it's. Yeah, um, I am, and um, and just kind of like in in sort of, I would say it's sort of in more essay form sure. right now. Yeah. So. You know, what I've been doing is is writing like I wrote a piece um, when I got back again for my brother's wedding. That sort of it's about the intersection of um, recovery and um, immigration and civil rights, LGBT wow. rights, just light, light stuff. Like I just really <laughs> like to keep it light. Some comedic um, stuff. Yeah, that's real accessible. Fun. Yeah, but like, yeah, just really just um, but yeah, I, you know, I write these things kind of in context of of uh, of where I am in recovery, but also, um, you know, what's happening in the world. Because, I mean, that's what, you know, a good essay isn't just like, hey, you know, I got, uh, bad things happen. I got sober, you know, it's it's context of the world of world right. events. So, that's cool. you know, really what I do now is like using my. Yeah, using this background, all, all the pieces, um, both professionally and personally, to to write real stories and to help other people tell their mm-hmm. stories too. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That is fantastic. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I just forgot. Memoir uh, writing. Um, yeah, anything anything we didn't touch on that you want to? Yeah, is there? Are you more a disciplined writer now that you're sober? Are you more like no rigorous? Or is it still the same <laughs> same thing? No, I'm not disciplined at all, um, but I'm trying to be. So I, um, so I was, um, I was laid off from my job in May, um, and that was, and that from was the really agency. From the agency. So yeah. yeah, so I had two years at this agency, mm-hmm. um, and that was great. Um, and the layoff was um, as as these things are quite sudden and unexpected and it was quite a confidence blow. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, I'd never gone through that. And after like all these years in the media, I was like, really, really, this is okay. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause I guess I thought I was exceptional. Um, yeah. but, um, it, you know, it, it was, so I, I share that because, you know, one that sort of began this period of like, um, you know, it did, it shook my confidence a lot. Um, and I, and I just like passed a year in recovery and, you know, asking a lot of big questions about career and identity and blah, blah, blah. Um, but what it, what it allowed was I had this summer, you know, to, to really kind of think about next Mm -hmm. steps. And I, for the first time I had a minute to breathe. Um, so there was no more of like, Oh, I can't, work on X, Y, and Z project because I'm going to this office downtown every day. Um, so, you know, for me, it's really become this like, well, it's time to do what you always said you were going to do. Yeah. And whether that be, um, you know, other professional um, projects. So, I, you know, I do work as a, you know, as a freelancer and a consultant mm-hmm. or these personal writing projects or, I mean, whatever it may be, it was kind of like, well, you've been talking about having this space and, and doing this, you know, having the chance to write for yourself. So mm. are you going to do that? Yeah. Um, you know, so that's really been an interesting, um, that's been about three months now. So, you know, to the discipline question, getting back to that is, uh, you know, I've been really developing practices to actually to have, you know, have more of um, a discipline, you know, with with the personal writing, but then also, you know, making sure that I'm, you know, learning how to 
how to kind of like run my own business. Like this is all new territory. Sure. There's been mm. all this new territory that's kind of happened. So um, I'm trying to be somewhat um, both gentle on myself, um, sure. but also, um, you know, getting in gear with setting up a structure that allows me to like hit these marks. Cause I don't want to look up in three or three to five years and go, Oh, well, there's that book I've been talking. I mean, I'm, I'm so tired of talking about that story. You know, it's like, yeah. it's time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. I, uh, so you're a freelancer. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'm going to call you tomorrow. I've got a project for you. Yeah. Call me content. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do. I have a content project for you. You'll love it. And I guess the other thing, um, I would love that. That'd be really fun. Okay. Um, I guess the other thing that that's been on my mind a lot today that, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't share was, you know, when we're recording this, um, you know, we're dealing with, well, um, those affected are dealing with hurricanes, both in Houston and the ones that are coming towards Florida. And, um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about that. I'm from, from Clearwater, Florida, as we we talked about, Mm -hmm. um, and thinking a lot about what, first of all, I'm thinking a lot about people, um, particularly in early recovery who are in those areas, um, and what a challenge that must be to be going through the things we've talked about, but to do it in the middle of a disaster. Um, but it, so like, I guess that's the other thing I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about them tonight, but I'm also thinking like, as I reflect, um, is like in some ways that, and this is kind of a bigger, broader kind of thing, but going through this process that I I feel like I am thankful for it and thankful for recovering. I feel like it's kind of equipped me for knock on wood, um, whatever may come. And I'm like knocking on serious, serious wood. Um, but I, I think, and again, I, I think, I don't know if this makes sense, but I feel like, um, I feel like recovery when we're, when we're fortunate enough to be in recovery, to be in sobriety, it does let us like be ready to handle whatever life throws at us and to be able to help other people. Yeah. And like, even when I was walking tonight, I was just like praying, going like, you know, whatever I can do to help other people, I want to be that Sandra that shows up. Um, and whether that be, I don't know if this makes sense, but it's like, I want to be that person who shows up when someone is in need and whether that is somebody going, Hey, I think i I think drinking doesn't work in my life mm-hmm. or somebody's going, I've got to get out of town because of this storm. Right. And I think we're, we, we are, we're equipped like when the, when we, when we are in recovery and like working on it and doing the inquiry, like we're equipped where we can be equipped to show up for other people. Um, and to weather like, and again, like really bad storm meta- metaphor, but like to weather those kinds of storms. And that's just really on my, on my monarch tonight is like, you know, there's some bad stuff happening in the world and it makes me angry, both natural and man-made. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, here I am like, uh, and my call right now is like, what can I do to show up yeah. since I've gone through this stuff? And I'm not, a, not only am I not a falling down mess, right. um, but you know, I'm, strong and capable Mm -hmm. and does that make sense absolutely i mean i think it's a terrific point i mean sober and in recovery you're 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 ready if and if nothing else you're not numbing yourself to the issue you're not numbing yourself to what's happening you're you're being present for it and you know 
Yeah. You well, can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, I think when you get in, in recovery, and we all see this, and this is the miracle of recovery, we, you become the responsible one. Mm-hmm. People start to look at you <laughs> for to, you know, you're the one yeah. that has to deal with the funerals and the disasters and the whatever within your, your thing. And it, it's the strangest feeling because mm-hmm. you were not that. You mm-hmm. were the opposite of that right? when you were drinking. Yeah. And now you're the one that has this That's great right. life together. Mm-hmm. And for things like this, this is that's the miracle for you to recognize that oh my goodness this has given me a real responsibility to give back to show up to be there and it's mm. fine i can mm-hmm. do this mm-hmm. you know that's great so congratulations yeah yeah that's yeah i guess yeah exactly and it is yeah maybe i'm just ha- i'm having this like you know this this realization um today but it's um uh it's it's a really um yeah, it's an important one. It's just, yeah. it's all, it's, it's awesome. So like, that's sort of my like kumbaya, like, yeah. um, you know, and it's, it's, yeah, I mean, where I am today, it's, yeah, recovery is, I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, it's right. challenging and amazing and great, but you know, it is, it's just really, it's really cool. So, um, so yeah, it, it'll be interesting to sort of see, um, you know, where, where things go next, but I'm pretty excited to be part, like to be in recovery, in 2017 with everything that's happening to you, like it is just, um, it's a phenomenal time like to be part of this. And that's, it's also like great credit to people like, again, yourselves who are sort of trailblazers and people who, you know, have, have started this like thing that I think is going to take on such legs. So when my son is of age, um, I hope he and his friends are going to be able to have conversations that my friends and I weren't able to have, you know? I think it's going to be significantly different yeah. just because, yeah, to me, I mean, recovery really is like, you know, yeah, I've been saying this for now for probably three or four years, but this is the moment where recovery has been changing drastically yeah. is my sense these past, I don't know, handful of years. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's phenomenal that uh, it's becoming you know, it, it's becoming a state of being. It's becoming part of who someone is, just like, you know, whatever else is just a yeah. natural part of who they are, you know, whether yeah. it's their g- gender identity or whatever, you know, it's just who you are. Yeah. Um, and it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you get to put all three of your names attached to it and not feel weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even when I started this, I was calling myself Chris A because I felt like I was breaking some rule of a group that I don't even belong to, in a sense. Um, yeah. If I said sense, my whole name, funny. I'm like, I can't even say, you know, for some reason I thought I couldn't say my name, Yeah, you know, which, um, <laughs> and I'm just like, that's ridiculous. That's um, funny. So anyway, uh, well, uh, did, did we get, and do we, do we, we cover it? We good? Anything? Is there anything you want to Yeah. You want to add any burning desires? To get, get to your website. <laughs> tell people how to get in touch you with you. Find yeah. you. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, my, um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, just, uh, Aaron Shawstreet.com. All, yes. All three names, Aaron Shawstreet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I link to stuff there, um, you know, that I write for other outlets and it's my blog and, um, you know, I, I put my professional stuff on there too. So, um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Cool. And, you know, and I guess the, you know, again, I'm, I'm really eager to connect with other people, um, with anyone. Um, so if somebody's, you know, if somebody is, is questioning, that's great. But also, um, you know, if people want to talk about, again, the sort of the, the, the media narrative mm-hmm. on alcohol, that's great. One thing we didn't talk about 
um, you know, that the, the, um, the southerness, um, you know, mm. and sort of resources for, um, for southerners, um, which sometimes that's sort of an underserved area. And again, that's like a whole other topic, but yeah, that's, um, that's another thing that I'm always happy to talk with, you know, fellow southerners about um, sort of uh, living this path and walking this path in the middle of um, some of the cultural stuff that we have going on. Um, But yeah, I guess the biggest thing is like, I'm really, um, I'm thankful for this conversation with you guys and I'm really open to conversations and, you know, being part of, um, I just, I love being part of this like freaking tribe. Like it's the, you know, it's the, it's the best. Mm -hmm. Like, so um, I'm thankful to get to, yeah, to get to talk with you and hear your stories. And like, I just feel like, um, I always want to be, be open, um, uh, to continuing the dialogue. Cause I think it's, I know it's just, it's, it's only going to continue to evolve. So yeah. holler at me. And speaking of evolving, okay. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain and, and looking at it from every angle. I'm, I'm retooling the site. I'm getting ready to retool the site a bit and clean okay. it up and organize it a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. Um, and just maybe change the, the, I don't know, change it a little bit. And so yeah. I, I may reach out and say, Hey, you want to, you want to share anything on the site too? So, yeah. um, actually I will not may, I, I will, <laughs> I will reach out and, yeah. and, um, yeah. So, but I mean, Hey, thanks. Thanks for coming on. It's, yeah. it's been, uh, it's been a good a show. Terrific talk. And totally. yeah. Love good. It. Thank you guys. And, uh, I hope that, I hope we can continue the conversation yeah. because again, I, uh, I, I really enjoy it and yeah. you guys are awesome. And like, um, you know, you're, you, you are a, um, you're a beacon, uh, of, um, of what, what did I was, um, Christy, um, Coulter, um, ping me. She's like, I love those guys. They're irreverent. And I was oh. like, yeah, they're irreverent and they're sober and they're amazing. Yeah. So like continue being a beacon of like irreverent sobriety. Nice. <laughs> I, I like that's that. part of our need, part of what we bring yeah. maybe, but yeah, yeah I like it. it. Keep yeah. bringing it. And love, cool. and we love Christy too. And, uh, yeah. Christy and Claire, you, I don't know if you've made it to those episodes, but they did a couple for us too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. All right. Well, um, great talking to you. Yeah. I'm going to call you night. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Jeff's going to. Thank gonna, you so much. I'll, I'll uh, share your email with Jeff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Please do. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Take All it right. easy. Thank you.